what happens if you are not sexually attracted to your partner? Um, here's something that we read today on CNN. A lot of heterosexual male clients are coming into my practice admitting they pick their partner without considering sexual attraction. During couples therapy sessions with his partner in the room, the man will claim that he doesn't know why he isn't experiencing desire. Maybe it's stress, low testosterone, or feeling anxious. But when I meet with him individually, he often tells a different story. He tells me he picked his partner without prioritizing sexual attraction. Pay attention, y'all. Why would a person pick a potential life partner without feeling the spark of sexual attraction? And can these relationships survive and thrive? Can something like sexual attraction that wasn't there in the first place be cultivated later? I've talked with many men in their thirties who have told me when I found the woman I wanted to marry, she checked all the boxes except one. Characteristics, characteristics on that list include being my best friend, will make an amazing mother, our friends and families get along so well, and she really loves me. The one box that didn't get ticked was sexual attraction. And often the men didn't even list that quality to start. This particular therapist said, I was stunned. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. So, um, you know, before I get into the eight things you can do, if there is no sexual attraction, I want to just kind of just, just say this. What, 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 sparked my interest in this particular article was the fact that men in their thirties and then what they were choosing when they were, uh, what they were thinking about when they were choosing a partner. And it was, um, will this person love me? My best friend having fun, get this y'all. Will this person be a great mother? And uh, forgot to say, Hey, <laughs> will I be sexually attracted to this person? All right, cool. Now, if I can put pontificate for a moment, one of the things that me and my dad were talking today and um, just having a conversation, and we, we always share this, that specifically from a church context, you know, people, um, people misquote the scripture uh, where Paul is saying it's, mar- it's better to marry than to burn. And they stopped there. You got to read further. He didn't say it's better to marry than to burn. He said it's better to marry than to burn with passion. And so he was not talking about it's better to marry than to go to hell. He was saying it's better to marry than to always be horny, because if you're always horny at some point, you're going to fall and you're going to fall into sin. So he's saying now Paul's actual message was, hey, I wish that you would be single like me so you can commit yourself to the things of God or to the gospel, et cetera. So. um I think in the church, we've created this thing where um, go ahead and marry so you won't go to hell, not marry for compatibility's sake. Don't marry the person that you are attracted to and that you like. We say marry the person that you love. Oh, love and differences will run out, but I at least need to like you. When I say love will run out, sometimes it's going to be hard to love. But do I enjoy this person? Are we um, do we have fun together? Do we laugh together? Do we like do I like having conversations with this person? Do I like spending time with this person or just do I just love them? Right. All right. Uh, I think 
this is a really good time to announce to every person. Yeah, you can do a lot of things to try to stimulate attraction, but if being attracted to a person needs to be a part of one of the main things that you consider when you are choosing a spouse or a partner, not just what they can do for you. Will they love me? Do they have a great career? Um, <laughs> will they be a great father? Will they be a great mother? Here's a good question. Those are, those are important, but do you get, aroused when you look at that person or when you're around them or is it like yuck mm. all right now pause it won't you won't always be sexually attracted to your partner that will fade as well here are some things that you can do to get that back now what are some of the reasons why you may not be sexually attracted to your partner here's the main one Sometimes you get frustrated. Sometimes you get disappointed. Sometimes there's not a lack of, um, there's not, um, you may be, you may be frustrated with the partner. They may, they may not be giving you a certain level of attention. Uh, there may be a season where you all are constantly arguing and, and fighting and, or there may be a season where you all are no longer, you haven't focused on the marriage. You've been focused on the business and the money and the career. And you may not be, you've, you've neglected, you may have neglected to be in relationship. These are some of the various things that can cause the loss of sexual attraction. All right. So let's talk about eight things that you can do to get that back. Number one, find ways to be romantic, find ways, find ways to be romantic. Interestingly enough, y'all, um, especially ladies, uh, you all don't, um, did y'all see, <laughs> did y'all see this group of, uh, people that went out for a person's birthday and they spent $4,600 and they were trying to get everybody to split the bill. It's going around right now. We'll talk about that next week. But um, uh, I'm not talking about the new age women, but quality women, you'll be surprised that women, a quality woman, a wholesome woman, a decent woman, she doesn't need a lot to be, um, to, to, uh, a decent woman doesn't need a lot to be stimulated, to be to to feel appreciated and loved. You give her a card, do do nice small things, and she will, man, brethren, brethren. You know this is this, this is a, this is a podcast. We got to be careful, but dog, just read between the lines. If you do the simple stuff, man, if she sees that you care and that you are thinking about her, oh, brother, you won't be able to keep her off you. You hear me? The little things. I think one of the things we can we can keep in mind that though we're in a relationship, we have to we have to prioritize romance. And romance does not mean let's go to the fanciest, most expensive restaurant where the bill is $4,000. But romance can also be, hey, I'm dropping off a bouquet of flowers at your job. And I'm making everybody at the job jealous. Ooh. It's romance. Now, get this, y'all. Let me, let me talk to all you ladies because y'all sitting there snapping like you in a poetry session. <laughs> You do know that a man can be as masculine as he wants to be, but he appreciates romance as well. And y'all tend to not do nothing for us. 
uh, bars. I'm gonna say it again. Y'all tend to not do a whole lot for us. You know, you know, you just, you just, you, you just kind of, you wait on romance, but you don't give romance. You don't, you're not, you're waiting on us for, to be thoughtful, but you're never thoughtful. Do things that we like. We don't need a lot of things. Even if, get this, y'all, even if you just, you're doing some things that um, can, I'm going to take this off of his plate. I'm going to do this. I'm going to leave him a car. I see this on social media a lot. I see people, I see ladies that'll say, um, she'll put, a wad of cash and something else and say, I was just thinking about you before you go to work, something like that. Y'all, these things are men will men will talk about this stuff with their with their friends and, and be like, yo, my girl did A, B, C, and D. These are the small things that you can do to stimulate attraction to your partner. All right. Number two, be more physical. Y'all, you got to learn how to church. Got to learn how to church. When you go home, especially <laughs> church people, especially church women, you, you, all the side hugs when you when you go home, you got to stop all the side hugs. Embrace. Embrace. Man, grab a butt. Grab it. Grab it. Mm-hmm. Grab, grab a butt. Mm-hmm. Ladies, lady, I don't, uh, you know, men are picky, but do embrace them. Compliment them. Wear stuff sexy. Be physical. Touch them. Uh huh, yeah. Be physical. Hold hands. Mm-hmm. Do massages. Do foot. foot do, do a foot rub. Mm-hmm. I understand it may be unbearable sometimes to look at his feet. <laughs> Put a mask on. You should have some from the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> and 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 go for it. Go for it. Right. Be physical. You'll be surprised, y'all. You you'll be surprised how touch stimulates. Feelings and emotions and senses. So touch more. All right. Uh, uh, let me pause here and say this. One of the things I'm finding, out, especially as a leader of people, you'll be surprised that people focus a lot on building careers and not loving each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Happens all the time. So so prioritize being physical. Number three, uh, get to know each other again. That's really good, y'all. Get to know each other again. Have conversations. Just because you're married to a person or just because you live with a person does not mean you're knowing them because we can be focused uh, or getting to know them. You can be focused on everything else other than the person. One of the things that we have to understand about relationships or about people is people are always evolving. People have thoughts. They have fears. They have ambitions. They have goals. They have things that they are excited about. And if you don't prioritize, if you think that they're, if you think that the person that you're with is still the person that you met, then you're, you're probably going to lose them. If you met them in high school, that guy or that girl is not the same person that you met in high school or college. It's not. Hear me. If y'all been together 10 years, they have changed. If y'all been together five years, they have grown up. Get this. As people get older, people get exposed, people get educated, people change, people have feelings, people have losses, people grieve. If you have a significant other that's had a loss or aunt or a parent or a grandparent from time to time, say, hey, how are you doing? These are the things that you can do to get to know one another and it will bring you closer together. Pause. I want to say this again, ladies, you do most of the talking. 
In some cases, a a lot of cases, you all do most of the talking. You all don't ask him how he's doing, how he's feeling. What are you excited about? What are your next? What are the plans you have for the next ten years? And get this: I'm not just asking uh, from a task-centered perspective. I'm asking so I can be a part of your journey. I want to be a part of your evolution. This is this is what relationship means. And when a person when a person realizes that you care about them and you want to be a part of their journey, you'll be surprised. that that will build up and stimulate different emotions that may not have been there for a while. Is that making sense, y'all? So prioritize that. I want to say this again. I mean, no offense to the ladies. I love you so much. Thank you for everything that you do. However, you can be selfish a lot, get on the phone with your guy, and you just get to talking, 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 versus saying, asking questions like this. How are you doing? What's new with you? Hey, what's the, what do you plan on doing the next two years? What are your 12-month goals? I'm not just asking to just have stupid conversations. I'm asking, hear me, again, I'm repeating. I'm asking because I want you to know that as you are evolving, I want to evolve with you. For people who read books, ask him, hey, what are you reading? Let's read it together. Don't do this. Don't invite yourself to the gym. Let him ask you that. I'll go. <laughs> no, you won't. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me invite you. All right. Number four, try a new activity together. Let me tell you something that will get your uh, gears rolling. Assuming that you know how to go swimming, go swimming, put on a nice bathing suit. Some swim. I ain't talking about nothing, doing nothing foolish in there. Get your mind out. I'm saying just go swimming and letting them just all splash in the water and y'all race underwater. Even if you can't swim together, stay in three feet. <clears throat> stay in three feet and just enjoy one another. Watch what happened afterwards. Number five, y'all don't like that because you can't swim. All right. Yeah. Everybody say, for real? Number five, make time for intimacy, not sex. Intimacy. Spend time together. Talk to each other. That's intimacy. Number seven, go on weekly date nights. Schedule going on dates. Number eight, I think I got lost here. Number eight, schedule sex, busy people, busy spouses. Schedule it. Wednesday. Wedding Wild Wednesday, parents. (laughs) Wedding Wild Wednesday. <laughs> Wives, put it on the family calendar. And if the kids can read, if the, if the kids can read, just do W A W. Yo, mama, what is W A W? Worship and warfare. <laughs> This is this is me and your daddy's time of intercession. Praise him. That's it. But y'all know, husband knows that's wedding wild Wednesday. All right. <laughs> we bless his hot name. Watch you be on fire Tuesday. Oh my God. All right, y'all. Number number last, man. I know it can be difficult in relationships. Try to find the positives. Don't focus on the negatives. Every person is every person is valuable. So sometimes you can prioritize what's not going right and what they're not doing and who they are not becoming. Focus on 
the good in each person. All right. Welcome to Bandwidth, y'all.